Welcome back, everybody, to another awesome podcast. This is your host, Nick Carlson, the founder and CEO of Dawson Manufacturing, home of the mulch mate, and I am with my absolutely amazing, uh, fresh off a cruise. What was that, your honeymoon cruise? Uh, a, a honeymoon anniversary. Oh, yeah, by the way, sorry, there is definitely a horn going on. I can't off. hear it, so you're good. Anyway, Kyle Parks, how are we? I'm great. Are you? Yeah, you look more energetic. It's been three weeks since I've seen you, so that's kind of weird. Yeah, so I'm getting ready to the leave podca- again. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> the podcast has been a little dull on our end, but at least we're keeping them going out for everybody. Yeah, thanks for holding down the fort while we were gone. Um, you know what? I bet that horn's my old man. Listen. Oh, I don't know if you guys can hear it or not. That's a I can. Annoying. I can hear it. Text him. Anyway. <clears throat> Turn your damn horn off. Yeah, he does that with that the Bronco. That hurts the Honda. I feel like that's the Bronco. Anyway, guys, how are we? I hope you guys are doing amazing. Uh, I actually just got back from uh, Sync Live down in Duluth, uh, Georgia, which is right outside of Atlanta. And Duluth was actually an amazing town. The venue we were at was amazing. The show, unfortunately, was a bust. And you're going to have those here and there. I'm not sure why, uh, because it's not exactly um, my job to do that. I just kind of show up and talk about MulchMate and all the different products and how we can help people, which we did a little bit. Um, but the cool thing was we were able to still sell a crap ton of MulchMates, you know, to everybody in the world while we were down there. Uh, one yeah, you gen- guys had a massive sale. Gentlemen ordered uh, over $400,000 worth of MulchMates and trailers and such, so that was that was fantastic so can't wait to see that order come through the system and then i'm gonna fly out there and uh train his people on it because that's what we do here at dawson we support our people and our uh equipment and we had a uh, actually i have an opportunity that i'm gonna jump on by the time this airs i'll have already done it this will be on tuesday uh that'll be the 20th of february so you guys will hear this well it might come out right around that time but this is kind of a cool story 18th what is it this will come out on the 18th yep okay so <clears throat> what I'm going to be doing is uh, I'm going to uh, I'm flying out to Indy and I'm helping Brightview install a Mulchmate on one of their new DMT trailers. Ooh! So that's going to be fantastic, and I can't wait. Why to, didn't they get it installed? Because they already had the Mulchmates, and they're uh, switching from the truck model to the trailer model just so they okay. can like take it on and off easier. That it's just sense. what they decided to change. They they really like the trailer idea. They just didn't originally. They're like, man, we don't want to invest in the trailers. We just want to do initial test and so they did it they loved it and so now they're switching their fleet over to trailers um which is great that's why we developed it and we have all the different solutions for everybody so they also are going to update their machines like super capacitors and the correct charging not the correct the current charging system that we offer so that's really cool so the guys at brightview thanks for another amazing order we really appreciate you guys um and while i'm out there i've got two customers out there that um bought machines through a dealer and the dealer doesn't seem to be able to point them in the right direction. So I'm, while I'm out there, I'm going to swing by these two people and get them figured out because they've got um, they when they when the machines were mounted by the dealer, the dealer's fresh and new, wasn't fully up to speed yet, and must have done something wrong. And the customer just wasn't fully happy with how this machine opened and closed and all this and that. For me, it's a really simple you know, do this, do this, do this, and we'll get it knocked out. So um, the, the customers of ours or the dealers were, were gracious enough to let me come by. I'm going to support the machines, even though it's been three years. I'm going to make sure all that's going to get taken care of, and they're going to be tickled pink when I'm out of there. I, I know like when I'm tickled pink. Tickled pink is a good thing, right? Like like the inside of a nice yummy filet. So anyway. <clears throat> that's, oh, dude, speaking. Oh, I made oh, the sure. best steak last night I have made in my entire Entire life. No kidding. Oh my god. Even Chloe was like, I think you outdid yourself on this one. That's funny. Oh, That's funny. so good. So anyway, I'll be uh back here on Wednesday the twenty first, back to work, and then it's gonna be hammered down for a little while. No more trade shows till like July or August. Yeah, and we'll be probably getting as many podcasts in before the next round of what, thirty five, forty. There's an, no, What's... there's there's another fifty coming now and there'll be like probably two or three more runs after that just to take care of the spring rush so yeah so we uh we're totally sold out everything we'll have to knock out as many of these as we can yeah and then i gotta get buried back in there i know we we have so much work to do it's it's incredible it's great it's a great opportunity and i'm loving it um we're also working on things guys like um switch and go bodies and truck bodies we got a new i'll I'll just say it here 
if you listen to this, here's your little treat. I'm working on something I call the ultimate DMT. This is for you, Lyle and Lyle. <laughs> I'm not even joking. They've asked me 15 times since then. They're like, we're not releasing you to go home until you tell me what the secret is. And I'm like, oh, no, this no. isn't the secret. This is not the secret. Oh, I know this isn't the secret, but I'm like, I know a lot of secrets. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm actually, um, I, I was called by the person, again, that the big news, dude, that ruffled a lot of feathers. You yeah. know how many text messages I got? A hundred. Yeah. At least. Uh, it was ridiculous. I have been inundated with that post. So the big, huge surprise I cannot talk about until um, mid-March, probably, second week of March, something like that. Um, but the, the guy that originally called me and told me the amazing news called me and he's like, hey, I saw your post. That's great. I'm glad you're excited, but keep your mouth shut. I said, no problem, sir. Easy. Easy, easy, no problem. Um, you know, the only people that know are like my, imme my immediate people. Right. And because and, I think it's just exciting and there nobody's going to talk about it. Um, but um, for you guys that are wondering about this big surprise that's coming, you know, it I'll tell you this. It may not mean much to you, but it means everything to me, because yeah. when, when I set out to do this, I had a few what I call trophies I wanted. And one of the trophies to give you an example is I wanted to be able to sell mulch mates without having to do a demo. Yeah. That, that was like the first one, because year one, every single machine we sold, we had to demo the mulch mate. Now. People order six mulch mates and DMTs, you know. Like it's nothing. And they just wire us the money. Like, that, I mean, th I think that wire was right up the butthole of $400,000. So, <clears throat> fantastic. If you're listening, sir, thank you very much. Appreciate it. We'll be there to support you the whole way. And then right after that, we had a couple more machines sell right after that guy. So, it was it was just great. And all these machines, everyone that was sold that day are all going to Wisconsin. Your phone is tripping me out right now, by the wee, way. Because you're wee, just, wee, it's wee, going wee. from one <laughs> angle to the other, to one to the other. It's like driving me nuts. <laughs> well, you know, this is a good segue. So, I have my phone in my hand. It's because when, when Kyle and I do these podcasts, we like send back and forth like uh, the title ideas. And it kind of just leads to Even when we're a thousand miles apart. Yeah. Oh, I missed you. Let me do <laughs> I do have to say that, okay, before we get into it, I have to say this. Weirdest thing happened Tuesday. I already told you, but I got to tell everybody else. If you guys know Craig, <laughs> Craig is not very, the like, he's not the Craig's loving. My dad, my, Craig's my dad and the president here. Yeah, he yeah. is a, a the most macho person you could think of. Yeah, he, he will literally walk up to you and slap you. Yeah, I, he might have once or twice to me. <laughs> with words, with words. <laughs> Definitely with words. Um, but he... Uh, he came up to me on Tuesday. I said, man, you know what? I missed you. And he said, me too, reaches off of his Segway and gives me a hug. Weirdo. It was the weirdest thing. I was like, Craig, are you okay? Are you sick? Is there something we all need to know? What's going on, buddy? He just had a mini stroke or something. I know. I was freaked out. <laughs> that is weird because he don't even hug me. Anyway, that that's pretty funny. It's we we have a good relationship around here. It's He's a little brash at times. And I, like, I hear him say things to people at times. And I'm like. I wouldn't have said that, but he's just old and just, he doesn't care. But the fact he said, I missed you too, gave me a hug, just was like, ugh, ugh. weird. You it, really did miss me. It, it made up for all the uh, uh, ass chewings he gives you. Hey, he did give me a, <laughs> he gave me a good one the other day. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, he gives them to me too. We, 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 I gave him one the other day too. I was like, dude, come on. He did turn around though and he went, you took that better than anybody in this shop ever mm -hmm. would have. And he's like, and you turned around, you fucking made a man out of yourself mm -hmm. and showed me mm -hmm. he's like i have to give you props for that i was like damn i, think, I was not expecting that i think you're the least butthurt person in the building it, it takes a lot you must have some thick skin well that and i also go well i fucked up it was my fault so i gotta fix it so i fix it and then i show right. that i fixed it and right. it's like i'm i didn't do that on purpose whatever no. i did all all that was was you just weren't thinking yeah that's it, it, not an excuse but truly it wasn't it wasn't I wouldn't call it negligence. I'd just call it like just you just fucking slipped. Yeah. Hey, whatever. Anyway, let's get back to <clears throat> the title that I sent Kyle the other day. This was last Wednesday. And this this comes from just a lot of experience, you know, dealing with lots of different people in this industry, the landscape industry mainly. Um, you're not famous. Get back to work. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, so the reason I sent this was because I get a lot of accolades. And to, truth be told... I feel like an, I have like imposter syndrome. I feel like I haven't earned it. Like I was driving my truck to, to Georgia the other day and I have this brand new F450 and I felt like I was riding in someone else's truck. I'm like, <laughs> this is not my truck because I didn't feel like I worked for it. Like normally when I buy something, it's like months of me thinking about it or wanting yeah, it versus going, 
Uh, guys, truck blew up. Let's go buy a new one. Yeah, it's like imagine moving into a new house today, and you just no new furniture or no old furniture, all new furniture. You just walked into a different front door. Yeah, you feel like you're living in someone else. Excuse me, someone else's house. So it's it's just weird <clears throat> to me. So my point to that is, a lot of people. Uh, I'm going to say it the way I hear it in my own head. They blow their load way too early. And and I had a conversation uh, about this. That's a way to put it. It is. They, well, it's not good, right? That's a guy term. And what I what I mean by that is, you know, I see a lot of these landscape kids. And when I say kids, they're not kids; they're adults. And that makes it even worse, honestly. But they they sit there and they like they badmouth me or they talk shit about something online that I've put out there or something like that, right? And then I go look at their profile picture, and I go look at what they post, and I go look around and I poke around and I go, brother man. Uh, anytime you want to compare bank accounts, we can. Anytime you want to compare credentials, we can. Um, but, you know, take that out of the picture. Let's say you're a landscape. I was going to say landscape professional. Let's just say you're a landscaper because those are very, very different things. These guys will drive these big F-250, F-350 trucks, Dodge Ram trucks, Chevrolet trucks, and you can literally pick them right out of the crowd. Like, literally, drive down the road, I know you're a landscaper because your truck is jacked up. You got rims and tires on it. You and you have a very small logo. You have a very small logo. Or it's like fully wrapped because you're so desperate trying to get attention. Yeah. And uh, and you, uh, you have a stupid little bullet antenna. <laughs> no, no offense, Kyle. I, I have one of my trucks. funny. I bought it that way. I hate it. <laughs> I hate having the, the regular antennas because I hate seeing this in my peripheral. Mm. That shake, mm-hmm. it drives me nuts when I'm going down the highway for some reason. You know the, the, who has the best antenna? is Sam. It's a little nub. It's a little teeny nub. I don't think I've, don't think I've seen it. Yeah, because it's a little nub. Yeah, You'll never pay attention to it. So It's not like I listen to the radio anyway. It's just yeah. plug it in. Yeah, I know. Like none of us jam listen. out. Who listens to the radio anymore? I don't. It's funny. We actually listened to it a little bit on the way down to um, Florida. And uh, you, we went through D.C. And I noticed it was changing from one station to another. Mm-hmm. And then we got into Virginia. And I was like, when the hell did the station change? <laughs> <laughs> I've done that. You remember, like, when I was growing up, dude, there was no Bluetooth. There was no MP3. It was just the radio. It was blank. There was no cell phones when I started, you know, not me driving, but, like, when I was a kid driving around. There was no no cell phones. So, like, you were always sitting there trying to, like, dial the radio with the little That would like you had, like, a cassette, maybe, if you had a little bit of money. Yeah, we uh, – I'm trying to think. I know I had – was, there was no CDs when I was a kid. I remember when CDs came out. Yeah, that was, like – 90s right or maybe 2000s something something like that it was some eh, it could have been 90s probably yeah yeah it was definitely not it's probably like 96 or something like that anyway either way um getting back to the title you know you're not famous you know get back to work it a lot of people what i notice is they i i, I saw some influencers at the this trade show and you know no offense to them but you know my one order on wednesday half a million dollars that's that's more than those people make a year yeah that's a day for us and that now that's a great day right? it is a really good day it's a great day now you know in the future my my plan is to have that should be the morning yeah you know that's that's where we're going um and we're not there yet and we're working towards it but what i mean by that is these guys you know they make their first hundred grand or their two, first 250 grand or the first 500 grand or hell even first million but like how much money do you actually have in the bank and versus you know debt versus actual money on the shelf meaning inventory because any yahoo can go out and buy a truck buy a trailer buy a mower buy a skid steer and get to work and i keep trying to tell people i'm like do you understand that you could rent a skid steer for like 300 bucks 400 bucks you know and and do a landscape job honestly becoming a landscaper and not a mow guy is cheaper because you can literally go buy a wheelbarrow go buy a couple shovels you got maybe 500 bucks in it and then you sell a job and you can just have the mulch delivered and you put the mulch out yeah, or dig the patio out, or rent a mini skid for a day, have it delivered, pop it out, hop the job out. You got I don't know four, five, six, seven, eight hundred dollars in rental fees. Whoop de doo. You rent a tamper, you rent a skid steer or a mini skid. Um, you can rent a jumping jack. You can dude, you can rent it all, and you can knock out a ten thousand dollar job with a thousand dollars worth of rentals. Crap, right? Where a mower, yeah. a, a mow guy can't do that. No, it takes you on a good day, at least a day. Yeah. So you know that's eight hours. Yeah, it's crazy. So my my point my point to all this is that 
there, I'm not going to use any names because I really don't want to stir up a hornet's nest. But there's there's some individuals that I, I, I look at and I'm like, yeah, dude, you, you know, you get a lot of attention and people know who you are. But what is the actual reason you wake up every single day? What is it? Is it is it so people know you? Like I was in um, Chicagoland at a Duluth Trading Company store looking for shorts and some dude if he's listening hey man i don't remember your name but i remember you and i'm standing there and the guy's like are you nick carlson and i'm like yeah who are you and he's like oh i'm so-and-so with so-and-so and you know i watch all your stuff online and, I'll, and i'm like that's cool that's great but like i don't let it go to my head i personally think it's weird you know because i don't i'm not after the fame the fame will come and it will be strong and the foundation will be made of concrete, not sand, and it won't just wash away when you just do what you do and it just organically happens. So that actually leads into something I – it popped up last night. I was just, you know, doing the old scroll while doing the the, the, the number two. <laughs> He's dropping a deuce. And um, <laughs> I was scrolling. I pop up this video. I was like, oh, cool. I'll, I'll watch it. <clears throat> My favorite person and one of your favorite people. Oh, uh, Alex Hermosi. And – Andy? Frisella? They did a podcast together. Oh, did they? They did. Cool. And they were talking about um, the information and the education that we're trying to give out now is what's going to give us that future that they have, like what they see now, right? Mm -hmm. So us giving as much education and as much information to our people, but also to as many people as we possibly can via the platform, mm -hmm. that is will sustain or even launch us into the future mm -hmm. it's going to go slow at first but like i told you now it's like we're not growing very much now right it's maybe two percent a day ish if you're that. talking about the podcast yeah. yeah yeah so it's not a massive amount but also at the same time i go well we're not we're not seeing a lot of or as many downloads as i would like yet right but then you look at well we're in there's a download in tanzania there's a download in the uk there's downloads in mexico there's downloads in canada and i'm mm -hmm. like wow it's it's starting to spread out for mm -hmm. a minute and it's, yeah. it's going to take some time and then once it gets out then it goes up <clears throat> yeah and absolutely. that's kind of the thing you have to do with your foundation is you have to make the foundation out and down mm -hmm. first mm -hmm. once you have that that's when you go up well, it's like and a, that's how you get a skyscraper. Yeah, that's like I released a, a YouTube video the other day that only got like oh, two, three hundred views. But like to me, I'm like, woohoo, that's great. Yeah. Two or three hundred people and I'm watching this video of me, you know, talking blabbing about the DMT. around. <laughs> yeah, just blabbing around talking about the, the DMT. And it's One like, it was me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's fine. It, it could be a lot of us that we already know. But the point is, is that it's out there, it's searchable. And, you know, one day I'll be able to look back and be like, wow, look how young I looked. Because right now I think I look old. Yeah. So 10 years from now, I'll be like, dang, I looked, I looked young then. But, um, you know, there's, there, it's just a collection of data. It's a library. And, and that's what I was, I was trying to explain to somebody the other day. I had this young man. He's got a product. And um, I'm not going to use his name. Really nice guy. But he came at me with a very stupid comment that really burns me because it's like, you haven't even begun and you're creating excuses. And his excuse was this don't uh no one's gonna do as good a job as me no shit no shit right and i'm like what you he's like i can't teach people how to do it the way i want to do it i'm like well that's a failure on your part see what i did to him I, I don't know if i've ever heard anybody else say this but i i, I say it it's maybe very dumb so if i'm pointing at you kyle right like this I, I'm, I'm i'm holding my hand in like a gun formation right a pew pew how many fingers are pointing at you one. How many fingers are pointing at me? None. Well, three. Three. So if you point at yourself more and stop pointing at other people, you'll find a way to figure out whatever it is, whatever it is you're going through. So this cowboy's got a product, and I'm not going to tell you what it is because I'm not trying to put him down, but he makes it in America. It's not made very well. I can just tell you straight up. It's not made. It's very, very chintzy. <laughs> and and, and I, I know I did it because of costs because he's making it in america it's something you can easily make in india you know dominican republic and anywhere and it would cost literally a dollar or two to make and i told him i was like dude what is what's more important you know saying that's made in america and not getting any sales because it's too expensive 
or having it made in another country, you know, supporting, honestly, supporting other cultures and getting a great product at a great price to the industry. I personally don't buy things because they're made in America. I don't. I buy them because it solves a problem and it is made of a decent enough quality in certain cases and it's the right price. Yeah. Right? Like, I don't, when it comes to... It's functional. Yes. Like, I don't buy sunglasses at 7-Eleven. I buy Oakley's. I don't know where I they're I just bought made. my first pair. Did you? Yeah. Nice. I have to get the blue lenses, though. Yeah. No, I, ha- I used to have blue the lenses. The tint. I can't do the orange ones. The blue from the, the way it comes through mm-hmm. it drives my eyes nuts. I used to have blue. I, I mean, you go watch some of the old um, GIE videos. You're blue. But my point is, like, I don't know where those Oakley's are made, but I like them. They fit. They're high quality. And they're a little expensive. But it's because that's the quality I'm looking for. And that's, like, the, the products that we make – I don't make things cheap. I don't. I won't because, like, the worst thing that we make that's cheap, I would say, is I would call it light duty is the RS. Yeah. The RS is the lightest duty thing we sell. And it, you know, has it had a failure here or there? Yeah, it has because it's people are taking an F-150 and trying to tow 30,000 pounds with it. Yeah. Equivalent. So, you know, you've got to decide what it is you're going to do and – you know, with with this young man, very nice young man, but it's like you have to decide what what direction you're going to go. And he's he he told me he sold a thousand of these units, and I'm like, bullshit. There's no way. Yeah. He's like, I sold every single one of them myself individually. And I'm like, you didn't sell a thousand. Sorry, dude. You need to go check your numbers again. There's no there's no way. Um, and in the price of it, it's just it's too high. I mean, I was like, dude, what if you could sell this same thing for half the price? It 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 would probably sell way better. Either yeah. way. Um, Because even cutting the price, say, in half, it'll (coughs) probably sell four times more. Absolutely. Just because of the way of... Right. Well, there's this, like, there's this, like, there's, like, this bell curve to to pricing something out, right? So, if if it's cheap, lots of people will buy it, but then there's also people that be like, well, that's probably pretty cheaply made. I don't really want it. Yeah. And then you have to get up over this, 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 like, hump, right, to, like, kind of where we are, where it's like, okay... Do you want me to build something cheap, Kyle? I wouldn't want me to build something cheap. I want something that'll last forever. Right. I want to buy something that I know is going to work. Yeah. Right? And it's built really freaking well, and all I have to think about is getting to work. That's the kind of crap that we make here. Right? It's not crap. Hi, Wiggles. Wiggles just entered the studio. This is our little puppy dog. Hi, buddy. I missed you. Oh, he's getting a neck rub. Um, So kind of back to, you know, you're not famous, get back to work. Really, in reality, none of us are famous. It's just people know who we are so stop worrying about you know being recognized at Duluth in in you know Chicago or at Chick-fil-a I, I get it everywhere and I didn't do any of this for that and I think that's why it resonates with people because staying humble like I, there was there was an influencer I talked to at dinner the other night and weird dude so weird and I'm like what kind of drugs are you on dude seriously it just it just very odd and now he treated me with respect and he was very very nice and and i really appreciate that but i also do believe that little little bit little bit high on the hog a little bit you know he thinks a little bit a lot about himself and i'm like dude if you would just get more genuine i think a lot more people would resonate and that was one of the things i talked about in like sales when i did this little talk thing the other day i, I said to everybody i said you know I'll give you a story. So I signed this 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 um, contract called Crofton 3 here in Maryland, and uh, I had approached it so differently. I don't know. It's like a Hail Mary. <laughs> and and when I met these people at, at um, Panera Bread. I know you've heard this story, and I'll tell it again. But um, it, it this literally works. Because I, once I did it and I figured it out, I never went back to being PC ever again. I was just Nick. So what I did was I went to this this Panera Bread. This this HOA committee was going to meet me. The president showed up 15 minutes before the um, actual meeting time. Say it was 9 o'clock. He showed up at 8.45. I was there at 8.30, and I was all prepared. He showed up. It was, his name was Greg. And um, Greg and I sat there and chit-chatted about, you know, my business and my personal life and how I see things and, and all that. And we didn't get political, which I highly recommend not doing because that hmm. really could go sideways. Um but, you know, I told him about how, you know, my business wasn't perfect, but I was doing X, Y, Z to make it better, implementing the systems, the things I wanted to do, achieve, blah, blah, blah. By the time the entire board showed up at 9 o'clock, he had already signed the contract and just said, hey, guys, really appreciate you coming. 
we're done here. Nick's the guy. We're going with him. And it all it was, only thing that I did differently than I used to do was I was just genuine. Before, I was, like, trying to be who they wanted me to be. Yeah, you were trying to be the – you were trying to be the most perfect – exemplary large company that you could be. Right. So you were like, okay, I'm going to have the stature of bright view that I could do everything, mm-hmm. you know, but I'm the small town local guy at the same time. Yeah, but the customer could sniff that out. They could sniff the bullshit out so fast. Exactly. So you fast. your ego your ego gets ahead of you and then your ego turns people off. Right. Right. And that's so I learned that then. That was like 2011 or 12, I think. Maybe maybe even further back, I can't remember. But that was when I realized that it was it was, you know, it was really important to a work really hard on yourself to become really great and and anybody can do it. Like I'm a great example of it cuz I we all start at nothing. We all do. Yeah. And and you know, what I've created this persona, I guess, it, it it's just a collection of experiences. That's all it is, you know. So, you know, I never I at that point in time I just said, "Okay, I'm done trying to be somebody else. I'm just going to go be me." And it will work. It'll be very successful. And and Dawson Manufacturing is complete proof of of that. Like, have I been consistent with you, Kyle? Yeah, the a whole way, even before you worked here. Pretty much. I mean, granted, little things have changed, but everybody's gonna have that. Well, yeah. Like what I would say is like before you worked with us. Notice I didn't say for. I said with. I didn't put any kind of expectation on you. I just kind of helped you, chatted, friends, blah blah. When you entered my world and we started working together, then it's like okay. Here's an expectation. You have to meet that or we fail. Yeah. Right? And so I don't want us to fail. And my job is to make sure we don't. And so I, I make a lot of those big, important decisions. And I just need everybody to, to learn to see the vision, push in the same direction. And mm. the fame will just come, but we don't care about that. One book we all need to read, and I think we should start trying to do this, mm. maybe something just kind of like a culture thing, is we do like a book of the month thing. But we need to read uh, Choose Your Enemies Wisely by Patrick Bet David. I just read it and it's phenomenal. I'm going to start it right over again. Mm-hmm. But there's some really cool business strategy, business tactics in it mm-hmm. is like creating the culture within the companies. Like culture will beat anything. Literally. If you have the right culture, you can literally take over the world. What's it called again? Choose your enemies wisely. And it's like, okay, you ch- so it's not necessarily saying you have enemies, but it's more or less saying like Okay, choose the people that you're going to go after and make that your fuel. Yeah. You know, and then start going after it, but not in a way to demoralize or kill them, but make it so that nobody can deny you. So you being who you are, nobody can deny you that you're Nick Carlson in the way that you act. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's where I had went wrong a couple of years. Is like, I just, I was trying to be, like you said, you were trying to be something that you weren't. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I figured out who I was, it's like, oh shit, this feels right. And then you started to notice that people started to cling around you a little bit more. Right. Well, how do you, so how do you figure out who you are? How'd you do it? Mine was when I was sick. So when I was sick, I kind of had like a self-reflection because it was what, two and a half weeks. And I'm like, who the fuck am I? You know, who do I want to be for my daughter? Who do I want to be for my wife? Who do I want to be for myself? Mm -hmm. You know, I started going through all that and I was like, well, how, how am I, how are they going to remember me? Do they want to remember me by being somebody who worked my ass off and was never home and never gave them the time of day? Mm-hmm. Well, not really. Mm-hmm. You know, if I work during the day and then I'm home all weekend and I give them the utmost undivided attention, you know, does that make up for it? Maybe, maybe not. I have to communicate that with them. Mm-hmm. You know, so I I went through this really long dive of, you know, who who do I want to be? You know, I... I yeah, when I was younger, the the fame per se was the thing that you would chase after. But then, if you're chasing fame, you're chasing your ego, mm-hmm. and sometimes you never catch it. Right. Or even you look like a fool trying to catch it. Yeah. So just being you, you fit better, mm-hmm. you feel better, mm-hmm. and then you look better. Mm-hmm. And then with all of that, everybody wants to come and be a part of it. That's something that I have, I'm gonna say, suffered with, but you know. I've always been, like, on my own little path. The other thing, too, is, like, you can't get people to change that. They have to change it within themselves. You lead a horse to water, can't make a drink. Exactly. So if they think they're there, they can think that they're all they want, Mm -hmm. you know, but they're just drinking sand at that point. It's a dry hole. There's nothing there. Mm -hmm. So they have to find the right hole. Yeah. So I'm telling you, dude, like, growing up, 
I golly, there's so many people I could name. They would they would get a sniff of my life when I was younger or even now, and they're like, dude, it's awesome, it's great, oh my god, I love it, blah, blah, blah. and they they start hanging out and they start calling me and they start just kind of interacting, and then they just fade. They yeah. just they just fade into the, into the abyss because they can't they can't keep it together on their own, and that's because they haven't figured out who they are, what they stand for. Um, you know all that kind of stuff and they let they let a lot of noise bother them yeah and that's just that's a shame and and they're in full control of all of that and they just they just don't they don't manage their 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 mental space yeah at all at all so um kind of getting back guys to the fame fame can come in all kinds of shapes and sizes right like the first time you had ten thousand dollars in the bank or let's just let's go down let's go down a thousand dollars the bank yeah you feel like you're like king shit right <laughs> i did and then you get your first 10 grand and it's like whoa this is awesome that's crazy like to me my first ten thousand dollars i earned i don't even remember when it was but i was well i can tell you this i remember when my wife and i started dating i was 19 years old and when her and i started dating i had thirty thousand dollars in the bank and i was debt free that was like Felt I was, good. I was a baller. Like, dude, I literally felt like I could buy and do anything I ever wanted. Like, it was great. Um, and, and now it's funny. Like, I have more money now than I've ever had in my life, and I feel broke. And it's funny. There's steps to it, too. Because yeah. it's like they always say more money, more problems, mm-hmm. which, you know, it happens. Yeah. You know, but it's also like, okay, you hit this level. Okay, you feel good. And then you fit, hit this level, and you're like, wow, this feels even better. Mm-hmm. And then you get up there, and you're like, wow, anything could happen. But then – you can get punched, and then you're like, wow, I'm back down to this now. This sucks. Yeah, you get stripped. Mm-hmm. You get stripped. I can tell you the best I ever felt in my life. I was uh, I was 30 years old. I had just sold Laser Cut, my landscape company, and I was standing in Scottsdale, Arizona, with a very large sum of money in the bank and a large sum of money in cash, and I'm standing at Jackson Barrett, Barrett, Barrett Jackson yeah. in Scottsdale, Arizona, at an auction, car auction, and I am around – freaking a lot of money fuck tons of money and i'm like dude this is this is great like i am i've made it this is amazing and not shortly thereafter it wasn't even 12 months later financially brought to my complete knees literally down to two thousand dollars in my in my in my world yeah like when i say i had a lot of money i'm talking seven figures like a lot a good chunk of change yeah so if you don't man did i i learned a lot in in all that so i felt like i was on top of the world and if you don't stay focused and stick to what you know made you you you'll lose it so i'll give you a great example i just did a podcast with a guy um john uh payjack really Mm -hmm. really nice guy he had a big hawaiian shirt on it's funny indiana right i have no idea i think he's had indiana nice guy i've never done a podcast with him i don't think but um just did one with him at the at the sync live show and um we were talking about um what was i just saying i just lost it numbers money yeah we're talking about money talking about numbers talking about losing it shit i just lost it it's just gone either way i was just trying to remember john's john how to say john's name and i just so focused on that i lost it we were talking about um crap I hate when that happens. <laughs> I got so much going on right now in my head. Well, while you're thinking about that, I'll go down this little, not rabbit hole. It's, it's on the same um, spectrum. So Tyrese Gibson, Who's he's an actor out of Fast and Furious. Not He's Roman. Oh, the 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 black guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was watching this movie clip that popped up on Facebook the other day, and it was kind of interesting. It was a different role that he was playing. I don't know the movie, so if somebody does, let me know. But it had popped up on uh, my Facebook, and he was kind of talking to his friend about – um, how he's like, you're acting like life is so hard when all I see is transactions. He's like, this whole world runs on transactions. He's like, mm-hmm. see that person? Money, 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 money. It's whether or not they have it or not, or they choose to spend the money even though they don't have it or not. Mm-hmm. You know, But the whole world runs on transactions, so find a way to get a hold of the transactions. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's, that's just... hard. Yeah. That's real hard. Like, I, I still look at what we do, and I'm like, how could we do more faster better stronger is there some people make there's a guy i know online the dude doing like all he does is trade crypto yeah he makes hundreds of millions of dollars that okay i don't understand 
I don't know how people understand when it comes to tradings and stuff like that with that kind, even just day trading. Mm-hmm. Like I know there's candle charts, but how do you know when to put the money in and when to pull the money out? Because it's not like you're getting a hey, this is going to go good today. Mm-hmm. It's like at any point, any of this shit can just drop and then you don't have that money anymore. You know, so it always, I mean, granted, yeah, if you understand it, amazing. You know, if there's a science behind it, there's a math behind it, teach me. I think there is. You know, but it's yeah. just a matter of like, you and I, we don't have the time or the ability to put into it right now because there's another goal to be focused on. Yeah, that's why I don't do it. Yeah. I just, so. I just know he does it, and I think it's cool, and I wish I had. I could make $100 million in a day. No. I, this guy, like, oh, my. And he's young. He's younger than you. He's, like, 22. I'm like, it's what the insane. hell, dude? How did you do that? Either way. Some um, people got a knack for it, and I give them credit. Yeah. I'll um I'll tell you this, too, kind of based upon, you know, fame and making it and quit, quit playing on it. There's somebody we know. I've talked about him on the podcast before. Not going to name his name, but I'll tell you what. The amount of disap- – I'm so disappointed in this person. He has completely let me down. Mm. And he has basically given me every excuse under the sun about why he can't deliver what he said he could deliver. Yeah. None of which I forced him into any of it. I just said, hey, I need X, Y, Z. Here's my position. Here's this. Here's this. He goes, okay, here's the cost. Here's that. Da, 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 da. I send him the money. Mm. And it's been two hundred and almost sixty days since I've sent the money, and I yeah, still you got the got that one in March. I want to say it was like April or May. Was it something like that? Either way, it. I did the math the other day. It was like two hundred and fifty days, and that's been a couple of days from now. But you know what I'm finding is is that this cowboy and and I heard this. I'm not gonna say who I heard it from, but I, okay, I'll tell you, I've heard it from the industry. And then I've heard it internally that it's it, it just a pathological liar and narcissist and will say whatever he has to say to get your money and then we will just drag his feet until you explode on him to get it done. Huh. He literally is shooting himself in the foot and I just, I'm, I've had enough. It's sad. I mean, I just posted about the, the one of the items that allegedly is getting shipped. You saw? Did you see that yesterday? I'll but, be honest, I haven't been on much yesterday. It's, it's black and orange, I'll show it to you, but... It's a, it's a rim for my... Uh, oh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't see too much into it. I just, like, went past. Yeah. Um, But uh, it, it's, you know, this dude has got all the fame he'd ever need. He's got... He had all the money he ever needed. And instead of building the core foundation, he doubled down on the fame. And a lot of times when the, with the fame comes... I'm going to say curricular, extracurricular activity. And he thinks that nobody knows it, but it's like it's super easy to see when you're clean. Um, and and then you can also see the demise of the whole entire thing. Um, it's very easy to, to see someone more focused on the fame than they are the, the, the mission, yeah. you know, the cause. And when, when he was focused on the cause and the mission, he was successful. When he got away from it, oh, that's what I was going to talk about. It, it's this. So he's back. Get, yeah, getting, getting, getting to where you are took what right? Like so, when I was a landscaper, it was like okay, flyers, emails, bandit signs, trucks lettered. That's what made me who I was. Yeah, a little bit of SEO in there. That was my formula. And I remember, I had made a bunch of money, got a bunch of work, and I was like two or three months out on work, and then it like slowed down because I got so focused on doing the work. That I stopped doing the advertising. I stopped doing what I was, you know, doing to, to get me where I was. And so this is what I was talking to John about is I I got me, I got myself to where I wanted to be and got my company, you know, propped up. And then I was like, I'm watching it like kind of decay. I'm like, why is it doing that? And one day I realized I'm like, I stopped doing what I was doing to get me to that point. I stopped doing the things I used to do. And so what happens a lot of people get this this fame and they're like oh look at me i'm gonna go buy a audi i'm gonna go buy a fucking rolex i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that i'm gonna take vacations and drive big trucks and you know all this stuff at a young age and what they don't realize is their foundations is built on sand right yeah and what they do is they they look back and they're like whoa what that what the heck happened well you stopped doing the things that made you successful right so like here at dawson 
when I do these like trade shows and things like that, I'm always willing to jump on a podcast. I'm always willing to talk. I'm always willing to spend the extra time with somebody that I know is not going to buy, but I know that I can infect them with what I would call the mulchmate disease of like the excitement of it and how well it is. Yeah. And I did this the other night at dinner with this one guy. I can't remember his name. Really nice guy. Young, young kid. Um, when I say young, he's your, he's your age. He's not a kid. Um, he is a, he is a man. I'm just, I'm getting a lot older, but, um, you know, I know that I infected him. He goes, he literally told me, he goes, you know, you know how much I've enjoyed talking to you. I'm like, that's great, dude. Thanks. He goes, I'm going to go tell as many people as I possibly can. I said, you know why I do this is because of that right there. I'm building a free sales force all across the country. Yeah. And so John was like, dude, you're just so willing all the time to just jump on a podcast and you know, do an interview for a magazine and da 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 da. And, and it's funny. I talk to these magazines and they're the editors. And I don't care if it's lawn and landscape or landscape management or, you know, sync live or whatever. And they say that they try to get a hold of people like me or like landscapers. And they're like, they start like asking the credentials of the, of the magazine and, and they start like acting bigger than they really are. And it's like NASCAR drivers. If it wasn't for the media, we're nothing. We li- we never get the word out, yeah. ever. So, like, I don't do the media because I want to be famous. I do the media because I, I believe if I help out, L- you know, landscape management or lawn and landscape or sync live or whatever, whatever publication it is or whatever media thing or whatever podcast thing it is, if I continually do that, a rising tide will lift all ships. Exactly. Right? So – I never complain about, you know, oh, I could just podcast. Have you ever heard me talk about that? Mm-mm. Never, because if I can give to them, it will come back somehow, some way. Oh, yeah. I, oh, there's some. <clears throat> that was a strong voice from I Mr. know, that, it gets stuck. <laughs> it's fine. I could feel it as I was saying, yeah, I'm like, something don't feel right. I couldn't move it. <laughs> um, but no, it's, it is very interesting how the principles, the, I'm going to call them principles because it applies to everybody is that if you find a way to help out and give into others, they'll help out and give into you because they believe in a cause. You know, it's kind of the main reason why I easily considered working here, mm-hmm. you know, because I have been around you guys for God knows how long now, what, three years or so? It's been years. You know, so it's like, okay, well, let's let's give it a shot. And then since I had immersed myself into it, it's like, wow, this is actually something that's more suitable for me than you know full-blown landscaping because it's like when it comes to wintertime for at least me i didn't have very much to do because i never made it that priority mm-hmm. and now that i have this it's like okay cool i'll do this and then if i have something on the side i'll go do it mm-hmm. it it's just it's extra money it's more to do it's mm-hmm. keeps me busy but also being here gives me structure to be able to go oh shit yeah i do actually need to make some systems and some processes mm-hmm. in order to make myself more suitable to be a landscaper full-time well we're not full-time but like to make it so that the company can run full-time again and i can still devote myself to the things i know i need to be if you don't mind can i critique you yes you don't want to be a landscaper Mm-mm. you want to be a businessman that's what you want to be La- so landscaping the is just the, the end product i don't think okay so i was actually thinking about this a lot this kind of came across the finding out who i was but the more I thought about it, I don't think I'm fully the entrepreneur brain. Mm-hmm. I'm the entrepreneur because I feed off of other ideas and then I find a way to execute the best that I can. Mm-hmm. But then I also have – I try my best to think outside the box because there's sometimes – there's like three things I've ever thought outside the box to you. Mm-hmm. That you're like, I haven't thought about that just yet. Mm-hmm. But those three things count to me because mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I can come up with a little something, but I'm not. I don't. I don't have the time or the experience that you have, All right. Right? All right? But then also, I want to go. Well, if I have the landscape business, that's an extra part to my credentials. Is just saying I have a landscape business that I own. Mm-hmm. I have created the systems and the processes that apply from me to that company. Mm-hmm. So it's a part of me essentially. But then it's also. So I've thought about this in my head. Long term, I want to be the chief marketing or something here. Mm-hmm. I want to run something here and be a massive part of it, mm-hmm. but then also have that on the side. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. I, I encourage that. Plus, it'll also take care of the facility. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. With yeah. a DMT. There's going to be a DMT spouting. But we're gonna, I want that thing decked out in a freaking mulch mate wrap, though. <laughs> Make it pink. <laughs> oh, I'll do it. Yeah, who cares? Breast Cancer Awareness Month. That's bitch. right. Save the tatas. Um, but you notice like what you had said. And I'm not trying to point the finger and direct the message toward me. I'm trying to say, 
I think this is the right approach is that you said that, you know, there are three things in the time you've known me that I said I didn't think about. That's humble. Yeah. Because when you do actually come up with something that I've never considered, what do I say? Like, I didn't, damn, I, I haven't thought about I that yet. I haven't thought about that yet, right? Like, it, I, I could come across as a know-it-all, but I truly am not, am I? No. And I, the one cool thing is, like, when it comes to ideas of podcasts, I think you said, I think a sum total of five times of, like, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, well, that's, and it's like, maybe you haven't thought about it, but maybe the way that I had framed it, you're like, wow, that, like, you had to think for that one. Dude, I don't, I can't think of everything. It, it, I'm not, like, some miracle child. It's, it's. Dude, if you really thought, like, if you could get in my head and actually understand where I'm at, I I think all the time, like, there's no way these people think you're that smart. There's no way you're that smart. And then some days I do things, I'm like, hmm, okay. I, okay. I wonder if it's not necessarily smart, but you're disciplined and you execute. That is true. That's Because that, everybody goes, oh, you're smart. And I, I look at it from a different perspective. I go, is it that he's smart or that he actually does the action that you were thinking about but you didn't? I would 100% agree with that. I am very good at being disciplined, and I'm very good at executing and finishing. Yeah. That is so hard to do. I do for years. Like, it, it comes down to this. I just want to get paid. I just want – getting paid by somebody, right, when I was a landscaper, let's say, was them saying you did a good job. Yeah. I just want to get paid. That's all it was. And if you don't finish, you don't get paid. Exactly. It's like racing cars. Like, you don't finish, you don't win. So the first thing is, is finish. Exactly. And then you can start winning. So, yeah, no, I appreciate that. Thank you. And and truth be told, I don't think I'm some genius child. I just think I'm somebody that tries. Really, truly. Well, that's the thing is there's there's difference between trying and action. You know, if yeah. you try, you're you're putting, you know – 50% in, but your action's the 100%. I am putting every ounce of my being into this, and it's... I think it's starting to really show, like, truly. Like, I do these shows, and I talk to people, and think about this. So, he's got fur all over him. Jeez, Wiggles. Sorry, Wiggles is back in studio, waving his tail. He's missed me. Um, think of it this way. I was talking to a couple of people at the, at the trade show, uh, Sync Live down in Duluth, and they... I heard this, like, three or four times, and I hadn't thought about it, because I, I, I'm just kind of like in the motions. But they're like, think of how many people have popped up like you, me, meaning me, and they they had an idea, they tried to build a product, they barely they barely got it together because when you're building a when you're building something like I had this orange supercar, right? And when I built it, everybody else was building kind of the same similar car and like no one finished the car. Yeah. Because it got hard, 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 and they just kind of were like F it, I'm done. I just want to get it done. And they don't end up painting it or they paint some crappy color. It's the details, right? And what I've noticed is I've seen products pop up and they go away. And they pop up and they go away. And with us, it, it's we've popped up and then we've set a standard and now we're kind of like leading the charge. And what I love is I'm watching people copy us. Like, yeah, what, how what, do we get more, better, harder, faster? Which actually, I have... An idea, mm-hmm. you might have already thought about it, but I'm curious how to make it work. Mm. Um, Off air, on air? It doesn't matter. Oh, let it rip. Like, a, okay. It's going to sound shitty because everybody... I, I knew the route you go down is landscapers like to do everything as much as possible, as fast as possible, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're going to get mulch, you want to... What's one more yard going to do? It's not going to hurt it. You know, mm-hmm. just one more yard. We'll be okay. I want to get everything done in this job, mm-hmm. in this trailer load, mm-hmm. right? But then I go, okay, well, what about the guys that are doing stuff like me where a DMT would be awesome, mm-hmm. right? I think it would be great. It would make my life so much better. But what if I had a DMT mini where we had like a, a half a mulch mate with like one auger in it, mm-hmm. but it came standard with a hydraulic lift kit so that you can get your wheelbarrow under it. Mm-hmm. But then you can also have the front platform on it where the trailer's not this massive thing on your property because, like, most of these guys, if you're going to do stuff part-time, you're just storing it at your house, mm-hmm. you know? And, and you don't want that massive of a trailer, so what if you had, like, a mini platform or so a mini... I've already gone down that road, and I actually just talked to Belmont about it, like, a few weeks ago, and here's what you have to understand when it takes the same amount of time to build 
so these trailers have these, these huge jigs. Yeah, right? I saw them. Yeah, and you roll them in, and then you put all the metal inside of it, and you clamp it down, and you start welding it together. And then you have to make a new jig in order to make a new trailer. And Right, so making a jig costs about the same, whether it's small or big. Yeah. Within reason. And then going out in the yard, pulling the jig into the building, setting it up, and then having all those bins full of stuff costs all the same. Yeah. Lasering apart costs the same. Cutting apart. To cut an I-beam is cutting an I-beam. I don't care if it's 50 foot long or if it's 10 foot long. The cost of moving it around and cutting it's about the same. The material costs get to be a little bit more. But the material costs of like a DMT, the metal cost of it, is only like 30%, like 32% of the actual rig. Then it's... It's the labor, it's the paint, it's the wiring, it's the tires, it's the, the so by the time you build this trailer, weld the axles in, it's all the same, right? This trailer would probably only cost ten, twenty percent less. Yeah. So going big like we do is because we're trying to build a Rolls Royce. Yeah. Well to me it wouldn't be the matter of cost, it'd be the matter of efficiency on my part. Because, like, I don't need to do 10 yards for all my projects, right? Because, like, if I get – say I do have a DMT rig. Mm-hmm. My average mulch is, like, six right now. That's just, normal. Just from mine. That's actually kind of high. If you know the actual averages on mulch jobs, they're, like, they're typically four to five. Well, yeah. So – Average. But even with mine at six, it's like – I'm only going to use it for, I have, say, 20 properties, even if I did oh, shut up. <laughs> 909. 909. The whole nine. <laughs> um, but no, I just thought it would be a nicer platform for me, mm-hmm. even if it's 10% less for the trailer, 20% less for the trailer. I still know it's going to last a long freaking time. Yes. Yeah. So, But it's also just like, I don't have to have this massive thing taking up all this real estate. It's still going to take up a lot. It's still going to take up a lot. And we'd have to redesign an entire mulch mate, which would take $200,000, $300,000 in R&D costs. Yeah. We have to warehouse it. I have to get Belmont to agree to build a trailer. And then when we're done, this is this this is going to be like a movies, right? Yeah. Excuse me. A large Coke costs $3, right? But an extra large Coke costs $3.50. And we all typically go to get the, the 50 cents more. I'm, why wouldn't I just go get the bigger one? Yeah. Right? So unless, unless you have a um, a restraint in space, then you might as well just get a truck mate and put it on the back of a pickup. Yeah. Uh, truth be told, I mean, it's going to be 10 grand versus shit. Uh, a mini, like call it like a DS500, right? A mini mulch mate would probably be with a trailer. I mean, you're, you're probably talking... Uh, <laughs> 40 grand still a shit ton of money you know so like why wouldn't you just spend the extra 10 grand to go get a the big boy rig yeah and for what for three less yards because like a dmt a dmt holds 17 spreadable yards 13 actual yards at full capacity you could put 10 in it you could put six in it it, it has a bigger range of i don't know i i the what i typically do in this conversation is I typically sit down and go, okay, well, who's been chirping in my ear, right? How many people have actually asked that question? Yeah. The answer to this one is zero. Yeah. Now, I thought about it because I have a customer that just bought a truck mate, and he doesn't want to put it on a pickup truck because he wants more volume. And I said, well, the, the truck mate can absolutely do more volume. It has the power. Yeah. That's not the issue. The issue is is, Your tru- the, is the truck, <laughs> right? Everything we build, the, the weak link is the truck or the trailer or the mower or whatever. Um, so... What he's going to do is he's taking, and he's got this, like, old crappy, excuse me, he's got this old crappy trailer, and all he, all, this trailer, is this 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 truck mate is going to live on this one property. This dude is a billionaire, and there's, uh, I think there's eight employees that all they do is cover the grounds. That's all they do is take care of this property. And so to do the mulching, they are going to take this old trailer, they're going to put a lift kit on it to get it higher, they're going to put what I call super singles on it. So if you've ever seen, like, an articulating avant, yeah. They've got these like really wide tire and rim packages on it. He's going to put those on and take off the little skinny trailer tires because they're going to drive it across the turf, and they're going to tow it with like yeah, a – Yeah, you don't want it to sink. Right. They're going to tow it with a side-by-side, so it'll be fine. Um, and then they're going to they're gonna shrink the walls in so it's 50 inches, right, because that's how wide the tarp is in a, in a truck mate. And then they're going to lengthen the trailer just a little bit so they can get a little bit more volume. So this rig will hold, I, I don't know, I'm going to assume six to eight yards – 
something like that. Yeah. And the truck mate can do it, but there's no augers. There's no ability to to make it fully automated like the mulch mate. Um, so could you do things like in that sense? Probably. Um, but it, it is the juice worth the squeeze? How many customers are out there willing to buy something like that? Right. Like, so I built the mulch mate originally the way I did because I was going after com- the bigger companies that had the actual money. Yeah. The problem is the guys that, that would buy this truck mate trailer thingy that you're kind of talking about. I, I don't know exactly how it all worked out. Mini mulch mate, however you want to say it. Um, yeah, how many of those guys are out there? Because most landscapers are like, go big, go home. Yeah. Well, that's what I was saying. Is like, it was an idea that like popped in my head. Because to me, I'm short. So if I'm going to throw something into the DMT, it's a pain in the ass. And it's not the matter of how you built it. It's just I'm not verti- I'm vertically challenged. <laughs> you know, I, it takes me a minute. So, yeah. But can I do it? Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, it just over time trying to throw in logs or trying to throw in you know debris over time that's going to get tiring on my body. If you have a platform, the cool thing is you just drop platform, walk up, and throw it over the edge. Yeah. That, that so, would help. That would help a little bit, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I get it. And there's, there's a side door. Like, I'd considered putting, like, fold down, like, half the wall could, like, fold down. Yeah. But when you introduce these pivot points, it It's just another area to break. It's another area of failure point. Right. So, like, I have to be very mindful of all that. There's Especially if you're having a mulch made on and dumping. That's massive stress on those hinges. Yeah. The back posts, as big as they are, I think it'd be okay. Yeah. I'm sorry, bro. I'm exhausted. I have literally gotten no sleep in weeks. I am just beat. Um, you do what you did. <laughs> I feel great. <laughs> yeah, you feel great. I am not charged up like you. Um, I will say that that was the roughest cruise I have ever been on. No kidding. Yeah, like 10 to 15 foot seas. Yeah. Boat was rocking like a sieve. <laughs> was that the new one? No, that we were on Mar- uh, yeah, Mariner of the Seas. Icon was the one that just came out. Yeah, I want to go on the Icon. I've never done a cruise. Dude. Love cruises to death. Really? They're my favorite. Like, so I have a blue water problem. I love being on the ocean. So, like, I could sit on a balcony, stare into the abyss for hours. Yeah. And it's it's just soothing to me. Yeah. But since it. we hadn't slept in nine months, essentially, I just was like. <laughs> what did I tell you? I was like, fuck this. I'm sleeping all day. Dude, when I was out of town, my wife literally did not sleep at all because the kids were sick as dogs. Yeah. Like, it doesn't get better. Trust me. Anyway. Um, kind of getting this 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 podcast wrapped up here. You know, don't let the fame get to you guys. You know, keep your head down, keep working, keep pushing, keep creating systems that are going to serve you and make your life easier. Don't don't make yourself the pivot point, right? Yeah. Like I made that mistake. Don't don't sit back and think, oh, I I got it made in the shade. Listen, honestly, truth be told, I've had some complacency here at Dawson Manufacturing before, where I was like, oh, this this bitch is running on its own, and I don't have to advertise as much. Or no, 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 no. You, Check yourself, bro. Meaning I'm talking to myself. Look, yeah. look in the mirror. Um, well, the thing is, is like you were running the advertising for everything for a while. Now it's like, okay, well, how can I take it over? Mm-hmm. You know, so if I run that on autopilot for you, essentially, it's like you don't have to think about it. That's something that you can add yourself into doing these other projects. Yep. So now granted with the news that's coming up, I know you've delved back into like, oh shit, I need to like start posting stuff. I've been wanting to anyway. It's just it's just been so hard to do. Yeah. It's it's been wearing me out. Well, let's take some time and mm-hmm. get her going again. Well, yeah. So guys, we're gonna wrap it up. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Life in the Fast Lane. Um again, you know, don't let the fame get to you. L- life is a journey and don't be afraid to enjoy it because um you only get one set goals give yourself many rewards nothing too big but just keep pushing yeah just don't get complacent that's basically what we're saying so hope you guys enjoyed it we love you we hope you have an awesome day and um let us know if you if you have any feedback on any of these podcasts we'd love to hear it i've had a bunch of it here recently and guys are giving me a bunch of love over it it's been it's refreshing It, it means that you guys care and um it's just been fantastic to do this with you. So don't forget to um, check out mulchmateusa.com. That's our company, and that's our current uh, title sponsor to this whole deal. Uh, if you know anybody that wants a sponsor, please let us know. Go to hey, uh, fastlane at gmail.com, H-E-Y-F-A-S-T-L-A-N-E at gmail.com, and we'd love to have a conversation with you. Uh, don't forget to check out all our different, you know, mulchmate, cartmate, snowmate, dual pod, tripod, heated hand grips, all the different, you know, mates out there i feel like you need to add another mate yeah (laughs) there's a joke in there somewhere (laughs) what i say two percent two percent oh that's good that's good yeah there's a bunch of spikes in there he's talking about this different downloads um 
And don't forget the Carlson Coaching Program. If you guys need um, what I'd call a good slap in the face and get your business moving, I mean, truly, you you want to know how to get it moving. I I hold a very cool position in this world for you know being a landscaper, selling a landscape company, growing a you know an eight figure um, manufacturing company, then dealing with all the landscapers and you know every shape and size, just business in general. Um, I can I can definitely probably shine some light in places. I hate when people say you know, I can fix your business. Well, who said it was broken? Yeah. Just say, you know, hey, I there's definitely places I could probably help out in, and that's what, that's what I'm here to do. Um, of course, is there a fee to that? Sure. I think all of us deserve that um, to get paid for the knowledge and things that we've worked for all those years. So um, just check out MultimateUSA.com and check out the Carlson Coaching Program. It'll be more than happy to uh, walk you through all that and help you grow your business and make a better life for you. So with that said, guys, we hope you have an awesome day. And we'll catch you in the next one. Don't miss me too much. Mulch mate.